0: From Nashville, Tennessee, Southwestern Family of Companies welcomes you to the Action Catalyst. Each week we share insights and inspiration from movers and shakers in the world of business. Our goal is to help you increase your self-discipline, overcome procrastination, and help you to take action on all the things that really matter.
1: Financial intelligence, what an important topic and I mean, one of the most well-known names in the world of financial intelligence is none other than Dave Ramsey. Uh, Today we have his daughter on the show. She has a new book coming out and we're going to talk about it. But what I love about this, the conversation and my debrief afterwards is it's not so much about the logical elements of money. It's more about the emotional elements of money and specifically one Emotional element that really causes a lot of us to lose—not only with money, but to lose our confidence, to lose our self-esteem, to lose our self-worth, and to create pressure on ourselves, and to really start—you know—spending time looking for joy and fulfillment and satisfaction in all the wrong places. Uh, that leads to all sorts of negative things. So you're going to find out exactly what that negative thing is. And more importantly, we're going to talk about some ideas to eradicate it. And specifically, at the end of the show, I'm going to share five ways to stop doing this one negative thing and and get over and, and having this issue in your life. So I hope you enjoy. Should be lots of fun. Stay tuned. We'll begin just after this message.
0: This episode is sponsored by Southwestern Coaching. Southwestern Coaching has helped over 11,000 people increase their incomes by over 25% on average. As a successful salesperson, you know the importance of increasing your sales, but sometimes you might just need a little extra push and accountability to meet your goals and grow your business. Southwestern Coaching will help you increase your income through one-on-one sales and leadership coaching tailored specifically to your needs. Together, we will elevate sales, to schedule your free one-on-one business action planning session with a Southwestern Coach, go to www.southwesternconsulting.com forward slash action catalyst.
2: Y'all know I'm a huge uh, Dave Ramsey fan and not just Dave Ramsey fan, but Lampo Group fan and Entree Leadership fan. And of course, you know, we've been to Entree Leadership. We had our team go and uh dave's daughter is rachel rachel cruz and she is amazing and i've gotten a chance to build a little bit of a relationship just a little bit over the last couple years and i've been so inspired uh, watching her make a, a meteoric climb just to the top of this this industry, and um, she is she's a great speaker. She's an amazing communicator. She regularly commutes and uh, communicates in front of large audiences. And her first book, Smart Money, Smart Kids, was a, a number one New York Times bestseller. And when she came to me and said, "Hey, I got another book coming out. Would you have me back?" As soon as I saw the title, I was just like, "This is so genius! We have got to talk about this." Her new book is called "Love Your Life, Not Theirs," and so I think it is such a key message. And Rachel is in a is a, is a wonderful messenger. So, Rachel, welcome back to the show.
3: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me back on. Such a fan of all all you guys are doing too. So it, it is a pleasure. Thank you.
2: So tell us, uh, like, why this book and why why right now?
3: Well, you know, I have found, you know, more than ever, I feel like social media has made it easier for us to compare ourselves to everyone else. You know, it kind of gives us this picture into everyone's world. And so I find, you know, with statistics and as I go and talk to people, people are struggling with their money. Uh, but we don't see that side of the picture Literally, we don't. Um, And so really with this book, I walk people through seven money habits for living the life that they want, not what everyone else is living, but the life they want, they want uh, to do it without debt, without stress, without worry. And so that's really the the theme through the book. It's kind of this comparison thread, but I also walk you through seven money habits to get you uh, to the point where you can use money as a tool to help you do the things you want and do the things you value.
2: Yeah, I mean, social media is, is such a tricky thing. It's, it's like it's such an edited version of our lives. It's such a, it's like a well-manicured uh, portrayal yeah. of everything that is a highlight and, and very little of the reality. And I can't help but think, man, you see people taking these vacations and buying new cars, and you just kind of feel like, oh, well, that's what everybody is doing. And you have no real insight into what the reality of their situation is. And you kind of talk about this. Uh, in terms of just like the, there's there's some really damaging habits that we develop, um, and you you already mentioned the big C word. So can you just kind of touch a little bit more on on the big the, the 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 big C word?
3: Yeah, comparison, right? It's like the the okay. word that everyone is is in battle with. I feel like on a daily basis, and yeah, and it's just very dangerous because what ends up happening is that comparison not only steals our joy, but it steals our paychecks as well. Because we end up spending, you know, god-awful amounts of money to keep up a lifestyle that we think everyone else is living, but we're missing out on. Because that lifestyle is what we're seeing on social media. And just like you said, I mean, like, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's the new cars, it's the Christmas gifts, it's the vacations, it's the first-class airline seats. I mean, whatever it is, it's like, it's constantly, it's, it's everyone's highlight reel. And so if you are gauging your life via social media and you're like, okay, well, this is what this person is doing all the time. Their life looks amazing all the time. You know, the filters they're using makes everything even more beautiful. I mean, like the whole bit. And what we have to understand is, like, that's not reality. That's not the entire picture. And, again, going, you know, after years of research and and studying this topic of money, I know that people are struggling with money. So I see a brand-new kitchen that's redone, you know, with granite countertops and new lights and, like, that's what I see on Facebook. It's like Joanna Gaines went in and waved her magic wand, and it's like it's beautiful and it's a redone <laughs> kitchen, but I know on the back end how many remodeled homes do that take out a separate mortgage or get a HELOC, you know, and that more debt is is piled onto those, um, on, onto those you know, rehabs of, of a house, and so I've just had to look and say, okay, it's not all reality. We don't really know what's going on behind that picture, and so that's what people have to focus on because if you try to make your life as great as someone else's on social media, it's really, it's never going to happen. Uh, Andy Stanley says that comparison is a battle no one's ever going to win. And it's true. And so we have to remove Mm -hmm. ourselves from, from that perspective to say, hey, I want to focus on my life, put the blinders on and say, what's best for me and my family? What are things we want to do? What are things we value? And how do we use our money as a tool to get us there?
2: Yeah, and I think you know the hard thing. I saw this in some of the the pre notes on on the book about how you know the Joneses. You used to see what your neighbors were driving, and so you would drive what they are. But now you have insight into the whole world, so it's like now you see you see across all neighborhoods and, and the yeah, that's circles. exactly so, right. Let's, let's get into the practical in terms of. Um, you know what are some of these habits? Like uh, uh, obviously, you know the debt snowball and things are, are are things that we talk about. What are what are some of the the action steps that somebody is listening right now that they can they can start doing immediately just to to maybe lower the stress level a little bit and and get on the right track?
3: Sure. Well, the whole comparison, you know, quit the comparisons is one of the habits in the book, and so talking about that, I think it's an important one to start on because. To be able to be content in life, uh, you're going to be able to win financially so much faster than when you're discontent. And so finding that contentment uh, is kind of your level playing field. And you're never going to be content if you're comparing your life to someone else's constantly. So I say, you know, the action point on that is gratitude. And that word embodies so much. But I have found in my own life that when I'm grateful and my heart is filled with gratitude, there is no room for discontentment and comparison. And so start there and just be like, you know what? I'm going to. I started a, a gratitude list on my phone, and so every morning I try to type down just two things I'm grateful for, and it's such a good exercise for me uh, to really start, you know, my day and really my perspective um, on this idea of, okay, hey, I'm great. here's all the things I'm grateful for. I'm going to start there, and then from there you can build, and so another habit is, you know, make a plan for your money, and you talk about this, I know, a lot. You're a proponent of being proactive and being intentional and happening to your life, and that's what, with your money, it's the same thing. You know, you have to be proactive. You have to be the one controlling your money not your money controlling you. And so a plan for your money, really a budget, is what that is. We can call that the B word because no one likes that word. Um, But it is. It's a tool to help you uh, get through the month, to be able to make sure all your necessities are covered, and to plan out, hey, here's what I want to do for fun. But you're doing it with a plan, which sounds boring, but really what it does is a limit. I mean, a budget, it doesn't limit your freedom. A budget gives you freedom. A budget really gives you permission to spend, and so putting that habit in your life really will jump start you i believe to to gaining control back with your money
2: I think one of the things that's unexpected rachel and and i don't i don't um, i don 't feel like people talk about this enough when they talk about sort of f p u and and what you all are doing at, at Lampo group but what 's amazing is you know when you go through. Kind of the, the debt snowball and 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 financial peace or total money makeover. You go through all those steps. Not only does your financial education change and you get smarter about money and you have a plan and you have a budget. The part that was really surprising to me that I don't feel like anyone talked about was that once you become debt free, you actually start you know money starts to pile up pretty quickly. Like even if you're not mm-hmm. making a lot, it's piling mm-hmm. up. And there's this heart transformation that takes place, and the irony is that when I didn't have any money, I looked at every what everyone else was buying, and I felt like I needed that, and I wanted that. And, and then once I went through the whole thing and I got debt-free, then I actually had money, and suddenly it's like I didn't care about any of that stuff. You think <laughs> Is that a pretty normal thing?
3: Yeah, I think so for the most part because I think your perspective has completely changed, you know, when you when you're in debt and the bank is basically controlling your life financially speaking, you know, with car loans, credit cards, student loans, it's just this constant, you know, the lender is there. You don't have many options in life. And so when you don't have choices, you don't have options. Anything that seems gratifying or satisfying in the moment, you gravitate towards. And it's like, "Oh my gosh, you know, I, I want that new TV or I want that, I want that." You find yourself a little bit um more under the desperation column, I would say, uh, because financially you are when you're living paycheck to paycheck because of debt. And so when debt's freed up and suddenly... You don't owe anyone anything. You suddenly become less impressed with with everyone else around you, uh, in a sense. And because you have the option, you you have money piled up in the bank, and you can say, eh, "I don't really need that." You know, to, you know, you're able to to make choices and make uh, decisions more with clarity versus being all fogged uh, by the stress and the burden really of debt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that there's, there's, there's magic in that. I know that you guys talk about how you sell hope and that is a big part of what you do because I mean, as an expert, you're obviously, you're an expert in financial literacy. I mean, you, you grew up learning about all this stuff, but the the output is really financial transformation. It's a, it's a completely different way of, of a completely different emotional connection and, that you develop with, with, um, with money. And I, and I think that, um, I think that is is really cool. So, um I love how you talk about the purpose of a budget isn't to limit your freedom but to give you to give you freedom. Um and that's like, you know, step 1 is like stop spending, you know, cut up the cut up the cards, stop digging a hole, then create a budget. Um after that, Rachel, what are what are a couple of the other things that we can we can do um to 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 continue down the the journey here?
3: Yeah, well, we kind of touched on it earlier, but it's uh, but it's true, the whole debt discussion. And so one of the habits is steer clear of debt. And what does that look like practically in your life when you don't use debt in your life? How how are you able to take vacations? How are you able to, you know, I hear so many people say, well, how can I, you know, grocery shop and buy organic but still do it on a budget, basically, meaning like how do I live my life still and how do I do these things because so many people depend on the avenue of debt to get them what they want right when they want it. And so what does it look like uh, to not have that in your life? Not only to get out of debt, but to continue to live a debt-free life. And so, uh, you know, we touched on that earlier, and so I won't dig into that too deep, but that's, that's a huge element of this. Uh, there's another habit that I talk about that says talk about money even when it's hard. And money is interesting within our relationships. And when you and your spouse can get on the same page about money, it changes so much. Uh, the unity in your marriage is strengthened. Uh, your your hopes and your fears and your dreams are all coming to alignment together as a couple. And this whole conversation with money around, you know, spouses, but even parents to their kids, even I've seen and talked to more adult children talking to their parents about money because their parents, you know, they don't have a will. They uh-huh. don't have these things in place. And so what do those conversations look like? And so really the relationship aspect of money is a habit that we all need to form. And and it's hard sometimes. It's awkward. Um, and it's so good that you guys, you know, did this early on. I mean, even, you know, you said while y'all uh, were dating or engaged, um, I mean, being able to, to make this a habit in your life and your marriage just is so healthy. And so uh, walking through that is key.
2: Yeah. So can I I want to shift the conversation a little bit here just since since uh you know I I have you for a, minute, a few minutes and it's, it's hard to catch you uh these days um you know when you when you uh can you just like share a little bit of what it was like kind of growing up um growing up in this whole world like uh w- it's funny because, like, I think a lot of people who listen to Dave's show, it's always like, "Well, Dave Ramsey says," "Well, Dave Ramsey says," "Well, Dave Ramsey." I mean, how was it like being in the dude's house? Like, I mean, I know, what right? that even?
3: Yeah, I think some people assume like an extreme case that we had like mutual fund parties and, you know, budget (laughs) meetings and camps on the weekends and all this stuff. And and really that wasn't the case at all. Mom and dad, uh, they were nowhere obsessed with this topic. Uh, Again, where people think that's all we talked about at the dinner table was like what our Roth IRA was going to do that year or something. And uh, thankfully, you know, they were... They were not obsessed about it, but they were intentional. And so, uh, you know, when it came down to the principal aspect of money, you know, they really just taught us uh, really on the ebb and flow of life. It was nothing fancy. It was nothing glamorous. It was just like, hey, you work, you get paid. You don't work, you don't get paid. Okay, you worked, you get some money. What do you do with it? You give, save, and spend. And so they kind of just walked us through really basic elements of money. And I think the most important thing they did for us Uh, When it came to our money, but also I think of our lives, one great thing as as parents they did was they let us make mistakes. And for me, that was so key because I think you learn so much from from those mistakes. And, yes, you can learn without making mistakes and see other people's mistakes and be like, okay, I don't want to go down that road. But especially when it comes to your money, to, to make these small, insignificant mistakes with money while you're under a roof and it's under a controlled environment versus being out on my own. Making my first mistake, you know, when I'm 22 and it's on a car lot, and it's a tens of thousands of dollars mistake instead of a ten dollar mistake, and yeah. so they really were great at that. They were not this like these controlling parents that you know watched every little penny. They really let us learn, and um, sometimes that was hard, and sometimes that was good, and so um, that was a that was a good thing. But but overall, I mean, yeah, you'd see I see his face on the billboard sometimes when we were like driving through town, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, Dave's bald head just sticking <laughs> up there in the air. <laughs>
2: And I think one thing that's been so it's been really so fun is, is to see you, uh, you know, just develop your own identity and your own uh, passion for this. And what does that look like in the future? Like, what is what is the vision for Rachel Cruz in terms of like moving, moving forward in the direction? I mean, do you, do you feel like you're 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 planting a flag here in, in this space? Is it is it really still fire you up? Is it? Is it something that you're you've adopted as part of like your long term plan to be like the next generation of financial literacy?
3: uh I think so yeah i mean i'm I'm so passionate about the subject and I love it. I love my job. I love being able to travel and speak and talk to people and do media and really insert um into people's lives again the subject that is so hopeless for so many people and so shameful, and so being able to bring that light. Uh, and that hope and that direction and that instruction is, I do, I i love it so much. And so, you know, and it wasn't this this fight for me to be, you know, you are very kind when you said, you know, I've kind of made my own name, and so um, away from, you know, just being Dave Ramsey's daughter, and, and I appreciate that. But, you know, even that, I'm like, I wasn't striving to, like, you know, be my own person. I'm like, you know, if I'm living under Dave Ramsey's shadow, it's not a bad shadow to live under, you know, because I I, I so appreciate all he's done and and everything. And so it, I'm do, I'm intentional with the decisions I make in work. It's not that I'm. Uh, aloof to it but I I really am uh, you know just seeing what happens at the next at the next phase I'm a new mom and so that's uh, rocked my world completely in a great way she my little girl's a year and a half now and so Winston and I are you know still planning Mm -hmm. you know doing family and all of that and so uh, I'm kind of letting it ebb and flow but uh, yeah if it were up to me today I would definitely say this is this will be in my future for many years to come.
2: That's cool. Well, that's encouraging, and I, I do have one other question for you. Before I ask you that, I want to get from you. So, "Love Your Life, Not Theirs" is the name of the book. It's just coming out. Um, where should people go to uh, pre-order a copy if it's pre October third, or get a copy shipped to them immediately if it's if it's after October third.
3: Yeah, or well, any major bookstore, it's there, or at rachelcruz.com. And if you pre-order, if you get this before October 3rd, uh, then we have seventy dollars worth of free stuff that you get. So uh, you get the ebook and the audio book, um, uh, the, uh, the ebook of Smart Money Smart Kids. So there's some free goodies for sure if you pre-order. Uh, and you can still get those if you pre-order at a, uh, on an online bookstore as well. But um, yeah, wherever books are sold, it'll be there.
2: And so the final little thing Rachel is just if somebody's listening and and uh, maybe they haven't done such a good job of filtering what they see on social media and maybe they 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 haven't been living their life they've been dreaming about other people and that's caused them maybe to make some financial decisions and they're you know they are in debt and they're not in a good place and they're you know somehow they've stumbled across here to our little conversation and um they're not feeling so good about where they're at what What would you say directly to that to that one person?
3: I would say that there it's never too early and it's never too late, no matter where you are today, no matter where you're starting on the financial spectrum, whether you're deeply in debt or even if you' you're out of debt and you have you know a million dollars in retirement, wherever you are on the spectrum, you can still do better with money day in and day out starting today. And I look back on my story and my parents filed for bankruptcy the year I was born. And so, if they can come out of it and raise a family that is out of that tradition of debt and have changed their family tree, anyone can. So don't let your past mistakes hinder your future. You have to start today. But that's the thing; is it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. Creating good money habits in your life, uh, it, it's going to take some time and it's going to take some pain. But pushing through, being consistent. On the on the other side of all of this, it is so worth it because. Money will not control you any longer. You will control your money, and you will have the power to be able to say, you know what? These are the decisions I want to make, and you're going to be able to do them. And so, again, no matter where you are on the on the you know the the, the edge of bankruptcy or all the way up, if you feel like you've gotten your life under control, um, just know that every day, day in and day out, you can make a difference in your life, and you can make different money choices to help you get to where you want to go.
2: Mm. Rachel Cruz, my friends, rachelcruz.com. The book is called Love Your Life, Not Theirs. What a great message. Uh, don't, don't let your life be dictated by what you're seeing on social media. Be smart with your money. She's got seven habits for you for how to really make that happen. And, Rachel, I just uh, say God bless to you and to your whole team. Tell your pops Thank I you. said hi. And all I
3: will, I the will.
2: And, and Hogan, we love you guys and uh, keep doing a good thing. You're making a big, big difference in the world.
3: Well thank you same to you keep up the work so appreciate you having me on thank you.
1: What a great great message. Love your life not theirs and what a powerful time in the world to just hear that, right? There's it's just so easy to to be jealous but not even to be jealous just to just to feel like we're failing because all we see is everyone's successes online and it's so easy to just compare ourselves online uh, you know maybe it's not even picture just the number of followers so-and-so has or who they're connected to or who's commenting on their page or how many likes they get on their picture i mean what an anxiety attack <laughs> i mean all of all of social media in a lot of ways can um can really have some da- i think social media can be wonderful and obviously we use it as a business tool and uh, we believe in it. We teach it. It's been a huge part of, of us helping them to get the message out of, to the world of the different things that we have going on. But there's this dangerous side to it that really can be a heart issue. Um, really, really challenging. And, and so I, I love her message and I just, I need to hear it. And not even cause sometimes it's money, right? Like, Oh, look, so-and-so got a new house or a vacation, but sometimes it's just other things like, Maybe it's pictures of a baby, and and you can't have a baby. Um, maybe it is, uh, you know, somebody is uh, friends with somebody else, and it's a it's a friend that you you know lost touch with or had a bad falling out with. And um, maybe it's just seeing somebody get a promotion and feeling like, gosh, they're 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 being so successful, and maybe you're not where you thought you would be or whatever. Like all of this stuff, but it all comes down to that C word, comparison comparison is the thief of all joy and you just you never have the full picture right we we never have the full picture we don't see the fact okay they got a brand new car but we have no idea how much it's in debt and maybe they're not in debt maybe they're totally debt free and that's great and we should be happy for them either way like we should be really happy for them like great that that's so cool like or and maybe they're debt free and we don't we don't get to see all the sacrifices they went through to get there we just go, oh, it must be nice, right? But we didn't get to see the full story of the sacrifices they made and the, and the things they cut and the, the things that they didn't do and, and the things they gave up so that they could be debt-free. Or maybe they're in a pile of debt and we don't see that either and it's just a smiling face on a brand new car and it's like, oh, jeez, like, you know, I wish I had a new car. Wh- whatever it is, it's just that comparison is so dangerous to your heart, it it's just dangerous to your heart it's one of those the most destructive forces i think that comes into our heart and it just steals our joy because it 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 takes all of our focus from what we do have and it help it makes us focus on things that we don't have and so what i wanted to share uh, as just a debrief i was listening went back and listened to the interview with Rachel and I was thinking about some some practical ideas here for stop the comparison. Obviously, you know, her book is all about ideas for getting out of debt and 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 investing and, in, you know, being smart with money, but but to me the 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 real fascinating issue is the whole heart discussion around comparison. And so, I just even for my own benefit just made a list of what are some things that I can I can start doing so that it will help me to stop comparing. And these are really some habits that I've had to incorporate along the way. And look, I mean, when you're a speaker, you're constantly up against other people. I mean, it's like, are they going to book you or are they going to book someone else? And, you know, you compete against big celebrities, right? I lose I lose speaking engagements to, you know, to pro football players and Hall of Famers and Olympians and Navy SEALs and people with these amazing stories. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm literally like in the business of comparison in terms of my role as a speaker getting booked. Um, I think there's less of that running the business day to day with Southwestern Consulting. Um, but these are five things that maybe will help you and they're things that I'm gonna focus more and more on and and they're actionable things. So number one is to limit your intake. Limit your intake, specifically of materialism. And it's no different than food, right? Darren Hardy uh, I think this was in the extended interview. I don't. Uh, so if you go back and listen to that episode with Darren Hardy, that um, I had him on a couple months ago, and he's he's a longtime buddy and really really smart guy. And he was talking about how this term infobesity, like that we take on, we're, we're consuming too much information. And the parallel he used, which I really spoke to me and I loved, was he said, you know, the problem is not that there's too much food in the world, right? We're not all overweight because there's too much food in the world. We're overweight because we allow ourselves to consume too much food, right? So it's not like there's, it's not that there's a problem there's too much information in the world. It's a problem that we allow ourselves to consume too much information, well, it's the same kind of thing here. It's it's not necessarily a problem that there's too much materialism in the world. It's, it's not a bad thing that there's lots of cool toys and things to buy and places to go and things to invest in. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with having nice things, but it, the consumption of too much materialism can really affect our hearts. And this was something that I had to do. You know, I've, I love to follow, uh, you know, I'm I, it's just kind of who I am. I love to learn and business tips and motivation and insights and strategies. And so, you know, I was following all these kind of like motivational feeds. And, and what I found is a lot of them had like just so many pictures of of fancy cars and airplanes and these exotic locations and trips and, um, you know, just like celebrities and just, and I don't think that the people running those, you know, channels were necessarily trying to do that. But when you follow a bunch of them, you start to notice like, wow, my entire feed is like fancy cars and champagnes and boats and yachts and airplanes. And, 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 and wow, I I just, I had to unfollow. And I would encourage you to, to maybe consider doing the same thing of just whatever there's, whatever there's too much of in your life, stop it. Right. That's like what Rachel's talking about with, with debt. If there's too much debt in your life, stop spending. If there's too much information in your life, like, shorten like cut down some of it if there's if there's too much materialism in your life don't watch those movies don't follow those streams don't don't you know unsubscribe from those websites like don't go look at all the sales and 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 don't surf around online at, at different shopping sites and stuff like just limit your intake it will help you limit your intake specifically of of that stuff and i think you'll find that you'll Stop comparing yourself because you won't be focused as much on all these things that you don't have. Um, The second thing is practice daily gratitude. And, you know, Rachel nailed it on the head with making just a gratitude list of things that you're thankful for. And I thought that was cool. You know, I, I every day this is the very first thing that happens when I wake up. The alarm goes off in the morning and the first thing that I do is, thank you for this, thank you for this, thank you for this, and I just start to make a, a list. But I, I don't really do it in writing. And I thought her idea was cool, which I never heard, which is not just have a list, but add two things to it every day. That would be kind of fun, right? Because at, at first it would be really easy, but then over time you'd really have to, to think through, uh, you know, you'd really have to be creative about, all of the things you take for granted, and I think that's really powerful. Uh, so, some way or another, you got to practice daily gratitude. Number three, and we talked a little bit about this in that in that interview, is be debt free. Be debt free, like work to be debt free. Why? Because being debt free, there is this transformation of the heart that takes place that causes you to stop comparing. Because a part of the journey of being debt-free is you have to give up buying stuff. Like you, you have to. There's, there's no way, you know, unless somehow your income just skyrockets from something. But for most of us, like the way you become debt-free is you, you have to cut out things. And once you cut out things, you start to realize that you don't need them anymore. When you stop buying stuff, you start to replace your time with other th- with other things. Like you 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 don't need to go out to eat ever, as much, and so you you uh, you cook more, and so you learn to cook, and you're saving money. And then you know you you stop watching TV, and so what happens you start read more, and so you start learning more, and so these replacements, these healthy replacements, start compounding in your favor and in your advantage. And very quickly, you 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 have this heart transformation. And you don't even miss those things. You don't even miss those things after a while because you've replaced them with these other things that are better for you. And it's like you don't even you don't even miss them because your life has improved a lot of times. And I love what Dave Ramsey says on at the start of the radio show. I haven't actually listened to the show in a long time. I used to listen to it all the time, but. Um, you know, this is the Dave Ramsey show where the, where the paid off home mortgage has replaced the BMW as the status symbol of choice. you know something like that. Um, and that's really true. Like when you focus on debt free, it's like you're playing a different game.'re you're, you're, you're no longer playing the game of how much stuff can I have and acquire. You're playing a different game and it's a different goal and you measure yourself by different standards and that's really powerful. It's really powerful, which lead to number four and number five actually, but number four, is to focus on giving. So, as a part of learning to play this different game, one of the great games to play is is the giving game. And instead of focusing on like how you know, like how much stuff can I get or what's the newest thing I can get or how soon can I get that new car, that new whatever, you actually focus on giving and you set giving goals. And you you say, gosh, you know, I I'm going to set a goal to give if you've never given fifty dollars, like give fifty dollars and focus on giving, and and you find too it, that you will get much more satisfaction and enjoyment from what you give to people than what you get, right? I mean, like go buy a new pair of jeans. It's like really cool for a while, maybe a month, and then after that, it's like they're the old jeans. Um, but when you when you um, give, you know, there's this this really sustainable and, and powerful feeling of, of what it does for you. So focus on giving. And then finally, and this is the last one, uh, which is interesting because this one is a completely different way of thinking about it. Number five is monitor investable income. Monitor investable income. So this is, a, again, back in that vein of learning to play a different game. And one of the things that I have learned from really wealthy people, uh, and the person specifically who said this was Nito Cobain, I had Nito on probably a year or so ago, it's been a while, but uh, definitely one of the wealthiest guys that I know, and a really generous guy, but one of the things he taught in a private session um, with uh, just a group I was a part of, he said, you know, when it comes to building wealth, all that matters is your investable income. It's not even how much you make or how much you owe. It's what is your investable income. In other words, it's kind of like your disposable income is what you have to spend on stuff. Your investable income is how much do you have available to invest? Um, And investing is how you get, you know, that's how you build wealth. Um, And it's a completely different game. So it's kind of like in his case, he was saying, don't save just to save, save to invest. And, and create a pile of money that you can invest with and that's really where you can make a lot of money because your money turns into more money and so that's a completely different game right it's just instead of instead of being pressed at the idea of oh a new car or a new house or a, a fancy trip or whatever it's like oh well the game that i'm playing is i'm trying to build up investable income i'm trying to have assets that i can use to make investments, because that's a different game, and it's a, it's a big game, and it's a, it's, a, it's a different thing. Most people don't even know that game is going on. So monitor your investable income. So that's five ways to stop comparing yourself to others. Limit your intake of materialism, practice daily gratitude, be debt-free, focus on giving, and monitor investable income. And just, you know, the last little thing here to leave you with is, is don't compare, there's just no need to compare uh, 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 God has given you a certain set of skills and a certain set of circumstances like uniquely designed for you right our blessings and our challenges have been uniquely designed for us and and that means that that greatness awaits and and if you make good choices that amazing things await and just kind of focus on on our game focus on your game because you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, with comparison. It just, it just makes it worse and worse and worse. And you have so much to be thankful for. You have so many things going in your favor and so many things working in your advantage. So learn to, as Rachel says, love your life, not theirs. Well, that about wraps up the Action Catalyst podcast for this week. If you haven't yet, please log in to whatever your favorite medium is to listen to the show and both rate this podcast and leave a comment, as that really helps us out.
0: If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and screenshot this episode to share with your friends on social media. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Action Catalyst and subscribe to our video podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening.